With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Join us this Saturday night for FriendoFest 24, our very first 24-hour live stream at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. We'll be doing live watch-alongs, playing video games with friendos, and having some special guests planned to drop by. Go follow and hang out, yeah? Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Ed Larson. Hey, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, uh, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, by the way, as you guys saw at the vert, wait, maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't. I don't know. Do we have a pre roll in this episode? Mm hmm. Oh, we do. Okay. So you didn't see the little, I put the little card up on the news brief. Uh, maybe you guys saw it earlier in the news brief. 24-hour stream, FriendoFest24, happening live on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, uh, this coming Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, going all the way through to Sunday, the 20th, at 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, and, uh, yeah, oh, it should be a lot of fun. I mean, it oh, should be dear. a lot of fun for somebody at some point. Uh, yeah, but it might be fun for us, like, the first six to eight hours. Yeah, that. what oh, time, wow. around what time do you think we're going to really start the... regretting things? Uh, I mean, does now count? <laughs> um, I, Saturday, it'll probably be around 11 o'clock, between 11 and 11.30 p.m., because uh, that's usually when I'm going to sleep. And uh, that's when I'll be like, wow, this... Because I'll be in here, right here at this chair. My bed is right behind me, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And I'll probably just look at it longingly and think, man... Yeah, that's right. If I had agreed to this, I could I could be right there right You'd now. You'd be sleep. tapes. Yeah. Instead, I'm here having to talk to you for like 12 more hours. Oh. Well, that's not good. You don't like that? We're going to have friends. It's fine on. and all, but rest, rest is better. Well, so we you gotta, can't debate that. So we got to play video games, man. I might right. blow up on air, dude, because I'm so competitive. Um, you are. Oh, wow. Highly competitive. I am. I've got the fire. Anyways, you know, I've had the fire. AEW tonight, they brought it. Terrific episode of Dynamite. It's a fun show. Fun yeah. show. Uh, punctuated fun show. by that uh, 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 that main event, the parking lot brawl. That was like uh, uh, Cactus Jack versus Vader back in WCW. Yeah, I'm not man. used to seeing that level of brutality on cable television. That was like a GCW show. What was going on there? Was that, that pretty crazy. Was that uh, a couple of uh, New Jacks and a couple of Vic Grimes out there in that parking lot? Well, I mean, no one got tossed off like some scaffolding, but... Uh... Beyond that, there was no light tubes. I wouldn't have put it past them to do any of that stuff if it made sense. Uh, yeah, it was it was wildly fun. Uh, mm-hmm. The best friends uh, took the win uh, with an assist from Orange Cassidy, who sprang forth yeah. from uh, the trunk of one of the automobiles out there. Uh, and, Poor Trent. Uh, Poor Trent got the heck beat out of him, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did. All those guys really did, though. Nobody was they really spared much. But, yeah, Trent, that powerbomb into the windshield especially – Oh, man. Well, that, that was, was after a powerbomb on the roof of a car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was pretty much back-to-back. Yeah. There wasn't, like, I mean, besides that, it was it was a terrific main event. There wasn't that one singular, like, big plot twist or anything. Were you, it wasn't surprising at all that, that the best friends ended up winning that, given... No, I mean, they were fighting for, for Sue's honor, essentially. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they kind of had to win that match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess there were some developments in the Kenny uh, Hangman story yeah. uh, during Page's match against Kazarian. Kenny was out there for commentary. Um, and, you know, it, it was more or less just kind of reiterating what he'd said last week. I'm singles competitor now. Um, and I really liked the story of that match. It wasn't just, 
you know, the story of how these two men were, were strategizing against each other to get the win, the story really pushed by commentary was that these are two tag team specialists now who have to get their feet under and become to become singles competitors, essentially. Well, Kenny was especially pushing that. Yeah, because the underlying thing is Kenny's already had great success as a singles competitor. Mm. He just, as he put it, dipped his toes in the tag team thing for a little bit. Now he's ready to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Hangman, yeah, he's wrestled as a single competitor, singles competitor for a, a long time. Didn't ever really win much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So um, it's a situation where Kenny, you know, he sees, he, he steps away from the tag division. He sees himself with an obvious huge advantage over Paige in terms of being a singles wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I do. I, so I saw this on Twitter somewhere. I don't know if I apologize. I don't know if it was one of our friendos or somebody else put it out there. And one of our friendos alerted us to it, but the shot from the first episode of dynamite with mock sneaking up behind Kenny, I do kind of feel given that that's right around the corner. We're going to get the reverse angle. When is the, the, uh, the anniversary episode it's the 14th of October. That's the archer versus box. Yeah. So I'm after that. They've got to do the reverse on that, right? I mean, that, I think so. this it, it really feels like Kenny's going to be next, and Kenny's going to get that title off of Mox to 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 get it eventually on Page after a while. Um, I mean, beyond that, I mean, that Hangman Kaz match was insanely really good. good. It really was good. like a All the really really good. really good match. Um, let me ask we you got, this. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Well, I was going to ask this because I was going to start talking about the Thunder Rosa match with Ivelisse. Mm-hmm. What is Tony Khan doing right now to try to swing a trade for the NWA Women's Champion to become part of All Elite Wrestling? Because well, you know he's got to be thinking about something, man. I don't know if he has to work a deal because Nick Aldis just defended the NWA title on a show that's on some other wrestling network. I don't think it was... It was branded as an NWA show, was it? Uh, yeah, no, and yeah, they're doing a thing where they have all their people out there, but eventually they're going to be reeled back in, and uh, uh, Tony Khan has got to be hoping that uh, he's going to come back empty when he's reeling back in Thunder Rosa. Yeah, she's great. She um, is great. I appreciate I appreciate that Tony Khan uh, sits at AEW's version of gorilla position in t-shirts and shorts. There's nothing stuffy about him, seemingly. He just seems like a normal dude. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm guessing if you're sitting at gorilla position, WWE, you have to be in a suit. I think everybody, everybody that like writes and stuff there has to be in a suit. That's what it seems yeah. like. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be that level of, of stuffiness in AEW. Don't like it. It's, it's refreshing. Yeah. It's great. Um, one thing I would talk about. I love about that. Why did that have to do with Thunder Rosa? That was great, but <laughs> nothing. You mentioned Tony Khan. And I thought that bit oh, yeah, where okay. uh, the, the young bucks throw the money at him. He's just sitting there and, in in like khaki shorts and a t-shirt you know wait a second how did i miss that i you missed g- that yeah when did that happen where, where, where um, after after the young bucks super kicked the ref before when? the okay you missed that entirely so the show opening dress express already in the ring yeah young bucks come out okay super yeah the ref. i was you know why because that tnt app is a piece of crap that's oh. why, because I turn on the TNT app and it starts saying, "Okay, sign in to sign in to uh, to watch it," and so I'm like, I, I hit the button to sign in, and it's like not doing anything on my Fire Stick until it just goes, blah, 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 blah. and then I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm missing stuff now." Yeah, that's the very beginning of the show. One okay. thing we should talk about, uh, we can go to length here or talk about it later. Uh, MJF following his very brief match against Sean Dean, uh, more or less says that he either wants to start or join a faction um, because that's the only way you can get anywhere in AEW is if you're part of a group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess we could speculate uh, okay. about what that's going to be. I feel like he's too... Culturally, he wouldn't align with the horsemen, with the, whatever they're calling FTR. FTR, F- yeah. FTR. Um, I feel like him being upper crust and then being, you know, more of a throwback to the old dirty South. I don't know that that worked. Now, Sean Spears obviously could be his second because, you know, they've aligned before when they were gambling and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Wardlow's the big guy. 
I mean, would they, at that point they need? And Sean Spears had always been looking for a tag team partner, so maybe he could finally find that. T- Is Sean Spears still with Tully? I think so. I have not I watched, watched Dark, Dark, so I don't know. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that. I don't know what he yeah, would, would know get, but I think it's, it's great to speculate. There's tons of great people. Um, obviously, it's not going to be Griff or the pink shirt guy or the other guy mm-hmm. that Mikey Omega mm-hmm. seems to like a lot. What's his name again? He keeps on talking about him. He was like, yeah, my dude was on there. Uh, Blackwood was the guy with the blue hair tonight. He oh, all right. Beat up by Kingston's guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, on Late Night Dynamite, he's going to, according to Hugh Long, heavy on Late Night Dynamite, he's going to be with Tully. So that's happening next Tuesday. Ah, yes. Next Tuesday, late. Yeah, I don't know. Ed Fry says, uh, Steve, why couldn't MGF, MJF be the flair of the FTR state? Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah, I mean, would that be cool? Him with FTR, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of makes sense, I guess. I guess. Yeah, that would be cool. That would All be right. cool. Fair enough. There you go. All right, let's dive into this. So the okay. show opened up with uh, Jurassic Express taking on FTR, as I mentioned, though uh, Young Bucks came out before FTR made their entrance. Decided just to super kick the ref. They leave the ring. They walk backstage. Uh, they just walk up to Tony Khan with a giant wad of cash, throw it at him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they walk past FTR. There's some trash talk between the two teams. FTR, they make their entrance to the ring. This was a really fun match. Uh, after uh, Jurassic Express has kind of the advantage early on, uh, Cash Power Slams, Jungle Boy, he's isolated for a good stretch. Um, but in the end, uh, uh, What's this with Luchasaurus diving into the crowd? I literally, the I was about to say the same thing. What That's is two matches him? now? Yeah, two matches now where they've lost because of that. So he he does a, a dive over the barricade at Cash. Cash moves, um, and then Jungle Boy hits Cash with a suicide dive. He rolls up, gets back in the ring. Jungle Boy does rolls up Dax. Uh, Cash pushes them over, so Dax is the one with the roll up. Um, he's holding on. Cash is holding on to Jungle Boy's leg. Uh, Dax gets the win for FTR. Yeah, it was a really good match, though. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we see Matt Hardy. He's out on the floor. Uh, he's been attacked. Private Party don't really know what happened. Jericho and Hager roll up. Jericho has his bat with him. They mock Matt Hardy. They say, yes. oh, you know, too bad you can't uh, you can't come out there with your guys now. Yep. Uh, after that, we had Hangman Page versus Kazarian. We sort of talked about this match already. But, man, it was it – was, they, they let Kaz get so much in on this match. Um this was this was really really terrific stuff and yeah like we said Kenny was on commentary you know being really passive aggressive towards Hangman uh, he was there's that one bit where he's he, he's talking about Paige running out of steam and at first he says something like you know now that he's not in the tag team situation he can't get the tag and take a break essentially and then mm-hmm. a little bit later on he says oh I'm surprised he kicked out I think it's when Kaz hit the unprettier mm-hmm. I'm surprised he kicked out because normally that's when I would come in and save him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But also, like beyond the the story of this, where you know two tag specialists now going back into the world of singles wrestling, um, there's moments in here. Maybe it's just me uh, overanalyzing things, where it felt like Hang- Hangman was laying in some stiff shots into Kazarian for some measure of catharsis. There's mm. a couple shots of him reactions after he does things. Or just you look at him, it's like it feels like that felt good for him to do that, you know. I I really doubt you're uh, just looking into that too much because Kenny's out there, and Hangman kept on looking at Kenny like he knows damn well what he's doing. That wouldn't shock me at all if that was part of his part of the storytelling there. Yeah, because then after the match, so uh, Page, this is a great sequence towards the end where Page is trying to get the buckshot, trying to get the buckshot. Kazarian's evading. Um, Earlier in the match, Kazarian hits Page with a couple of uh, draping leg drops, goes for one again. Page evades that, hits the buckshot to get the win. And so he's in the ring, you know, selling the match because it was really hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as the match is over, Kenny just takes headset off leaves pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so Page finally gets up and he starts looking around for Kenny. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much literally as Kenny's walking through the tunnel, Page is getting up and looking around for him. Doesn't see him, kind of lets out a heavy sigh, calls for a beer, pops it takes a drink he even i don't know if this was just let me catch my breath or if this was do i want to do this but there was a hesitation when he took that first sip of beer too yeah. um and again I, I don't know if that was a character thing where he was like you know i i want to not do this but i'm gonna do it or if it was let me just catch my breath 
either way, it, mm-hmm. you know, a little ambiguous there. But uh, yeah, I, that was just a terrific match. It um, is, and I feel like from the storytelling perspective with with Paige, especially, they're adding so many layers, mm-hmm. and there's such attention to detail. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, Joe Horace here in chat says, "I think Kazarian got some kind of treatment to grow hair. Can I just? It's going to start getting really weird." Like in a couple of years when it's clear that he is not aging, it's kind of like the Tom Cruise thing. Um, I mean, SCU, SoCal, heavy Scientology area. Do we put two and two together here? I'm telling you, man, it's fountain of youth Scientology. Moving on, uh, MJF mm-hmm. walking around, walking around during picture in picture. Asking, I guess it's going to need to be if you get assigned with those billion year contracts. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, <laughs> best value uh mjf walking around trying to get people to kiss his dirty ring during picture in picture uh but uh, he's taking on sean dean tonight uh pokes him in the eye taps him out immediately and his promo was quick but it was fat it was it was longer than the match um oh yeah talks about mox cheating using the paradigm shift and yeah like you mentioned earlier that's when he talks about to get ahead in this company you need a faction uh, will I have a faction? Will I not have a faction? Uh, we'll find out. But uh, regardless, I'm going to win or something. Well, I said I'm better than you and you know it. Oh, yeah, his catchphrase. Uh, after this, we had a completely unrehearsed technique by Taz on Ricky Starks. Uh, no rehearsal. This was a, this was a one-take deal. Uh, he, why did, to, he, he sounded like he was trying to keep it down a little bit. Hey, Taz, we're, we've got, we're taping over here. Can you t- do Taz Nosis? Around the corner or something? Yeah. He's talking to his phone like this. Yeah, sure. All right. Now what I you mean, can, it's good. I like how he breaks down people's moves and stuff. What you I can see here with Ricky Starks, all right, is what what he does is. Yeah, it was a Taz notes about Ricky Starks. Uh, yeah, pretty much. After that, we had uh, uh, Eddie Kingston and his family uh, come out, and he said, I want to say three things. Uh, he won the Battle Royal, or he no, was he never, never eliminated. He never lost. Whatever. Yes. Uh, well, here's the thing. He's basically saying he's won because he says he wants whatever the winner gets. So, mm-hmm. uh, number two, his group, we're not a faction. We're not a group. We're family. You know, my best friend over here, which I like that he's referring to Penta as his best friend now. Uh, I didn't get to number. Th- I, I tur- sort of turned away for a second, oh, and then right. all of a sudden he were beating up people. So, what happens? He says, we're a, fa- we're the a family. Third, we're what's a- the third juice by Tappy? I'll, I'll, I'll get to it a bit. Uh, he says they're a family of violence. Um, their agents of chaos. And Eddie goes to Butcher and Blade and says, "Find me a victim." And that's mm. when they start tossing people in the ring and they beat them up. Okay. Um, and then he goes around and says, "Everything's in order. They're all ready." But the third point, uh, third point, he goes to Blade and says, "Now it's time for you to get your oh, house." Oh, okay. I saw that part. I didn't realize that he waited that long for the third part. Okay. So yeah. does that have to yeah. do with uh, uh, Blade's Allie. wife, Allie? Okay, yeah. that yeah. sounds right. I would suspect. So they're going to be in that particular group. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, so yeah, after that, we had uh private party versus, uh, Jericho and Hager in the inner circle. Uh, I guess we could just broach this here, but now that, uh, uh, LAX is done with best friends, they head on back to the inner circle and they're like, Hey, wait a second. Now, like every tap, whenever somebody goes through like a big feud and it's done with, cause it's clearly that's done with, um, mm-hmm. Sometimes they focus on gold, on, hey, we've been through this. Let's focus on a championship. Wait a second. Two other guys in our own faction are trying to do that same thing. This has got to be the end of the inner circle, right? Uh, it might lead to it down the line, but uh, consider this in Eddie Kingston's group. There's two tag teams. And Who, Eddie's, yeah. Eddie's goal is for everybody to be a champion. Well, if you got two tag teams, not everybody can be a champion unless they freebird rule the, those belts, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you also had five guys trying to get after one championship opportunity. Yeah. Um, I see what you're saying. but I'm, I'm just saying it's not something exclusive to the inner circle, that conflict. Yeah. But yes, it's, it's perhaps more pronounced um, now that Jericho and Hager 
uh, have have Jericho said, you know, explicitly, we're getting wins under our belts because we want to get those tag titles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another really fun match. Uh, Private Party's great. It's it's been fun to see them develop um, as a tag team as storytellers. Yeah, in the ring over the last year mm-hmm. because they're really good. They were good before. They're really good now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Isaiah Cassidy selling his back for the second half of the match. Uh, great stuff. Having to come and play in a, in a, a couple moments. Uh, took one Judas effect, though, to uh, knock him down, knock him out. Uh, and uh, Jericho pit him to get the win for Team Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of fun stuff in this. That, that uh, silly string spot was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate Hager's out there uh, selling for for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he he's great. Um, yeah, I like that finish too because it kind of. I mean, it was it was it was a mental error on Cassidy's part. Yeah, he hit that springboard cutter. Uh, Should uh, went for the pin there. Didn't sh- yeah. and yeah, so everybody's saying, "Oh, <laughs> as he was walking away, everybody's like, oh man, why is he's he doing not this? Going he's for climbing the, the top rope, holding this back. His yeah. back got worked over earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so after the match, Jericho puts him in the walls and. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they beat him Mark Quinn. Yeah, comes in, breaks it up, hits mm-hmm. a Pele kick on Jericho. Mm-hmm. That's maybe, right. maybe they'll have more matches between the four of them because I thought this was really, really good. It was really good. Um, after that, we had the NWA Women's Championship on the line. Thunder Rosa, the champion, uh, defending against Ivelisse. Uh Was it just me, or was the beginning of this match getting kind of testy in real life? Because there were some moments when it felt like they were doing a little bit of no selling and I saw some eye rolls uh, with a couple of different things. And I was like, they are legitimately annoyed with each other. Well, that first, that first uh, drop kick that Thunder Rosa delivered looked pretty like if you were in like a real fight and wanted to drop kick somebody, that's probably how you do it. (laughs) Yeah. But I think she's, I mean, she's got a great drop kick. So I just kind of chalked up that. I didn't necessarily notice uh, any sort of chippiness per se. Watch that first five minutes again. <laughs> I don't I think they're having problems, man. I, there was like there's a couple timing issues I noticed mm-hmm. where the, the, it just seemed like things were just like a half second off slightly. The one thing that I noticed, or one thing that I noticed out of a couple things, was they were trading shots. It was during the sequence early on when there was a lot of trading going on, and Ivelisse hit something pretty stiff on Thunderosa. And I'm pretty sure Thunder Rosa was supposed to get one back, but instead they went to like the the uh, when uh, Thunder Rosa grabs her by the wrist and like goes up to the top rope thing, and yeah, then yeah. comes down. I think it does like a toss or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And when Ivelisse made the motion to go to the t- to to do the next sequence, Thunder Rosa like rolled her eyes like, "Oh, you're not gonna let me get one in on you after you just laid that win on." That's what it felt like. That's what it looked hmm. like. And I was like, hmm. "Oh, she wanted to get one in," and Evelise moved on. Um, hmm. Maybe I was just reading things, but like from the get go, I was like, "This is getting. This is like stiff right now." Uh, yeah. It got a lot smoother later on in the match. Yeah, after that drop kick, it seems like uh, things got smoothed out a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, like it's. It's crazy too. Like to 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 think. You know, and I, I kind of knew this, but like to to hear it illustrated by commentary that Ivelisse has been doing this for sixteen years, and Thunder Rosa has been doing this since less time than we've had this podcast. Yeah, like five years. I think five said. years. Yeah, that's insane. Mm-hmm. She's really good. She is really good. I mean, like across the board, she's good in the ring. Her character works really good. Mm-hmm. She's got a great drop kick. I can mm-hmm. watch her drop kick people all day. Yeah, like that one later on when uh, the basement one when Ivelisse was was up against the ropes. That was stiff as is is heck too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it's a strong showing for Thunder Rosa. She kicked out of Evelisa's finish. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hits a tombstone. I'll, I will say this: so uh, when Thunder Rosa caught Evelise and picked her up, mm-hmm. um, she was making sure that Evelise's head was high enough up that it wasn't gonna. She wasn't gonna plant her on the mat. Yeah, she no, made sure yeah. she was in a good position. Yeah. She actually put her hand down, even no, check to make sure her head was was in the right position so she wouldn't be dropped right on it. That was well we all know the story of when, you know, Hulk Hogan got dropped right on his head by the Undertaker. Of course. Yeah, you got me, brother. Yeah. Screamed out in pain. You got me, brother. Yeah. I I hope maybe maybe Thunder is just make sure you don't hold her too tight. Because that's yes, what the Undertaker did. On impact, the, the, the <laughs> impact can travel through the body and affect your neck that way. So uh, Thunder Rosa gets the win. Diamante, who is of course Evelise's tag team partner, attacks Thunder Rosa from behind. Eva Lise grabs the belt, raises it. In comes Sheeta, who is sitting ringside to make the save. 
she pretty much throws Ivelisse into Diamante. They both go tumbling out of the ring. She picks up that NWA women's title, kind of looks at it a little bit, and then puts it on Thunder Rosa's shoulder mm-hmm. and then takes her leave. Yep. Uh, you think they're going to go another round? I don't know. They got that tag match next week where they're they're on, they're tagging together against uh, Evilise and Diamante. So I wonder if that's going to turn into something, or if that's just that that might be it. I mean, I know NWA is going to get back to what are they doing like weekly pay per views or something? Something like that. Something. Anyway, something like that. Uh, let's see here. After that, uh, it was just the Kip and Miro bit. Yeah, this was fun. It was short. These two guys have decent chemistry. Yeah, they got good chemistry. Uh, so Miro's sitting there. He's doing some uh, some bench presses. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 Kip is uh, hyping up like their Twitch channels and talking about how great stuff is. And then Miro gets well, how up. hard they work and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, whether it's here at the working out or on Twitch, uh, we work really hard. And then Miro or in the gets ring. up in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Miro gets up and he starts talking about how the best man has to deliver the best batch. He's like, let me get in the ring and destroy some people. And he's like, whoa, we got we got business. And he's like, oh yeah, that's right, buddy. Uh, the best man's got to give you the best bachelor party. And they start talking about like call of duty. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that Lance Archer comes out, destroys somebody choke slams the heck out of him. Uh, Jake drops a promo, dropping some lyrics. I know those lyrics. I don't, I couldn't remember what the song was. Uh, it wasn't a pink Floyd song. Yes, it was. It was. It was comfortably numb, I think. I think it's comfortably numb. It's the chorus, comfortably numb. Thank you for mentioning that. Because like, it was on the tip of my tongue. Um, anyways, he said, so well, sometimes in wrestling, like in movies or politics, you get yourself in bed with someone you might not want to go to bed with, uh, such as the case with them now, because they need to find two tag partners. Lance isn't happy about that they're in this situation. Um, but uh, nonetheless, Jake says, uh, essentially, Taz come down the ring. Taz comes down the ring. Uh, he says, happy to do business with the two of you. A uh, trio of Starks, Cage, and Archer is a deadly one. But he reminds Jake of their deal. When Archer beats Mox and wins the title, Brian Cage is first in line to get uh, a crack at the belt. Um, and then Ar- this, I like this part quite a bit. So Archer grabs a mic and says, Taz, uh, your guys are the enemies of my enemies. And back, and back there, you see Jake just like, oh, God. Like just on the verge of freaking out because he's afraid that Archer's about to do something that's going to blow up the whole thing. <laughs> he's about yeah. to have a panic attack back yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Plus, until it's really Archer, human out there. Yeah, and then Archer says, "Which makes us friendly." Mm-hmm. And then that that Jake smiles. He's happy. Yeah. Um, and he says, "Yes." After uh, he beats Mox the title, uh, Archer and Cage are going to tear down Daly's place. Cue Mox's music. He wanders down into the stands. Uh, he's kind of standing roughly where he was when security stopped the guy from approaching him last time. Uh, and then a couple of people in the stands attack him. It's Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. So they're beating the heck out of him. They toss him into a road case. Will Hobbs, this was great. The newly signed Will Hobbs mm-hmm. runs up with a chair to make the save. So Mox grabs the mic, uh, tells Jake, you know, you got a hell of a team. Let me introduce you to my partner, Will Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Awesome spot for Will. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was terrific. But who's Mox the really, third man, Mox, brother? Mox really put him over too big he time. Did. He did. But who's the third man, brother? Yeah, uh, Mox Allen. looks looks in the camera and says, "Darby, get yourself to Jacksonville next week. Uh, you're on my team." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool stuff. So I know a lot of people on YouTube have probably commented already. We are being corrected in chat. It was uh, "Wish you were here." Ah, okay. I thought it was I something Floyd song. I thought it was something. Yeah, I thought it was something off the wall. Um, no, it's off. Wish you were here. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, now that I hear it, the the melody. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they advertise matches for next week at the six-man tag, Team Mox versus uh, Team Archer. Mm -hmm. And six-man tag team action, uh, Brody Lee versus Orange Cassidy for the TNT title. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, The women's tag match, Sheeta and Thunder Rosa versus Ivelisse and Diamante. And then they say Chris Jericho will be there too. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Best Friends versus uh, X-Lax in the parking lot fight. Okay, so I don't want to be the guy who starts comparing one thing with the other thing. But, like, just because the setup was kind of similar, how much better was this executed than the Adam Cole Velveteen Dream match? Oh, like wildly, <laughs> a thousand times. Like, I understood where everything was. Yeah, I, it was all properly lit. 
the camera didn't drift off into like weird places at moments and they wander in and, and out. What's the what's the first shot we got of this? The circle yes. of cars, everybody there, the yeah. teams that there. First shot, you get a sense of the geography. Yeah. We never got that shot <laughs> in the Cole Dream Match. We yeah. never got that. You had to kind of piece together where everything was in relation to the ring. But this, you didn't have to because they, they established the geography of the area. Granted, it was a smaller area, but they instantly established where everything was. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. you were going to say the staging of this was very uh, WCW. Uh, well, a lot of stuff AEW does is very WCW. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. A- WCW had a lot of good stuff, but they th- did. this was, no, this, I'm just, you know, com- comparing contrast because the scene, like the setup was so similar, like you can compare these two. And it's funny because reading chat right now, clearly I'm not the only one thinking this. This is how you do something like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, boy, this was, uh, you know, I, I, I figured... Once Trent put Ortiz under the hood, slammed it down a couple times, chucked it a senton on it, and then Trent did a sit-out senton on it. I was like, "Oh, this is only going to get worse, isn't it?" Yeah, because that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, that was there's no bad. give. There's no give in an engine block. Yeah, it's an engine know? block. It's not like you know, yeah. Or Ortiz. Uh, after that, let's kind of run through some of the the uh, the high spots here. So there, uh, before that, Santana gets rammed head first into a side mirror. Bust, gets busted open. Uh, we see a baton. Santana finds that in like the the wheel bed of a car. Um, so Ortiz suplexes Chuck on the roof of the car. That one car. That's one where uh, he got slammed on too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Santana falls up with a splash off the roof of a truck mm-hmm. that gets a two count. Uh, more baton stuff. Um, there's a door. There's a truck that in the bed had <laughs> a huge a piece of plywood, yeah. a door, and some two by four. So that door was set up against the hood of a car. Trent spears Ortiz through it. Uh, Chuck brings out a guardrail. Uh, he ends up suplexing. Or- Ortiz got beat up a lot too. Oh, he ends yeah. up getting suplexing that guardrail. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we're on the the roof of that same car with all the sentons and stuff. Uh, Trent's up there, set up for a move. Ortiz low blows him. Power bombs him on the roof. Trent slides down the hood of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, first the windshield, then the hood. Uh, both Santana Ortiz pick him up. Double power bomb Trent through the windshield. Oh, His dude. back is all cut up. It was yeah, yeah. That was pretty brutal. Um, so then Chuck gets a bat, uh, hits or uh, Santana with it, chokes him a bit, uh, then drops it, beats up uh, Ortiz with a two by four, and then there's a couple of plastic garbage cans, huge ones. Santana backdrops Chuck into and Santana gets a pipe. He's about to take a swing at Chuck, and that's when Orange Cassidy emerges from the trunk of a car, has uh, some chain on his fist, Superman punch to Santana. Orange picks him up, and then Chuck pile drives Santana on the hood of a car. Meanwhile, Trent collects himself enough. He and Ortiz are fighting on the roof of a truck, uh, and then Trent hits a dude buster on Ortiz through plywood into the truck bed to get the win. Uh, they, they're all kind of getting themselves together. You hear a horn honk. Uh, it's Sue, mm-hmm. Trent's mom with the minivan. They all get in. They're about to drive off. Sue stops, uh, extends her arm out the window and gives XLAX the middle finger. Mm-hmm. It was, it's good stuff, man. It's, it's it was like, fun. It's simple. It's so much fun. It's not overthought. This was good. And it feels like it, I mean, I don't think it, it felt like it hurt. It hurt. You yeah. felt the pain. Yeah. And 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 this is the type of match. I mean, this is the kind of match that like even more people are going to be curious about it, tuning in to see it. You know, it wouldn't shock me if tomorrow it comes in, it's over a million again. You know. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, we'll see. That'll be. I mean, that'll be something else if with competition it gets over a million. Yeah. Yeah. That no, uh, was a really fun match. Really, really fun match. Yeah, it was real terrific stuff. All right, let's uh, let's answer some questions. Sounds good. I've got a question thread here from the Patreon. And the questions are loading up here on the Twitch as well. As soon as you say, let's do questions. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, let's see here. Uh, nope. Uh, uh, Taco Dan says, after this show, when crowds come back, no one will want a front row tickets after how many people got beat up tonight. Yeah, Archer beat somebody up, butchering the blade, tossed a bunch of people in the ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They won't do that to fans, though. They do that Just because of Just don't wrestlers. look like a wrestler, and you'll be fine. 
by the way, somebody earlier in chat, I don't know who it was, but mentioned, uh, I don't know. Did we mention on the, on, on any of our streams or, or podcasts that, uh, Cal Jack. No, Blood we sport. Yet. Oh, amazing. October 11th, 11th, something like that. 11th. We got to do a watch along or something with that. Heck one. yeah, man. October 11th, the Sunday. Uh, he is confirmed, confirmed by Josh Burnett himself to be participating in blood sport. Uh, really happy for Cal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's huge for him. Uh, congratulations to him. Uh, it's an amazing opportunity. He's going to go out there and he's going to destroy somebody. and It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Uh, David uh, Matushek. Matushek. Uh, where do you think AEW will go po- go to post Jacksonville after November? What do you think the target date for returning to arenas would be? It's all up in the air because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, Judas Fiend Abaddon needs to debut on Main. She had a match on Dynamite, the same episode that Ricky Starks uh, debuted. I remember uh, the thumbnail. That was the one that she debuted on, but since then she, she hasn't went been back. She no. hasn't been back. She's been on Dark. I think people yeah. want to see her as a mainstay. I mean, oh, definitely. That's still honestly, that's still sort of the thing about AEW. It's really not the place to go for women's wrestling because they don't just they just don't feature it that much. Um, so you know, hopefully they 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 continue to work on that. Um, Gregory Fiella, uh, who do you think is the most underappreciated talent in AEW? That's on, that only gets dark matches and is never on Dynamite. Well, a lot of people think it's Abaddon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really good. Um, I would say Will Hobbs, but uh, yeah, uh, he's pretty firmly on dynamite now. Yeah, uh, the hybrid two. Jorge D says the hybrid two. No, well, yeah, they're good. They're mm-hmm. good. Uh, Ara Lopez Ortiz. What I've noticed from these Jericho tag matches is that he is making people like Sunny and Janela and Private Party look amazing taking tons of offense from them and near falls. I think it's a way to have Jericho give his rub to people without him having to go in singles programs with them. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, the match tonight with Private Party was outstanding. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, I mispronounced his name. Matushik. Matushik, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Wolfpack for Life says... Uh, have you seen that Miro said on his Twitch that he doesn't want to work with Pac? Last time they faced off was in WWE and Miro tore his bicep. Yeah, I read about that, uh, but didn't uh, I think they, even after the injury, uh, they still wrestled some, I thought, against each other. No say That's so what no. I read about that. I when I read about that, that, that's what I read, but maybe the, the place where I read it was mistaken. Um, uh, just a couple of people here in chat believe that he was just... Uh, Joking. He, he was working, brother. Yeah, probably. Uh, Dang MQ, does AEW sign Tessa Blanchard despite her history? She returned to wrestling this last weekend with Warrior Wrestling in Chicago, dropping the Women's Championship to Kylie Ray. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, given her past, her history of like, you know, how should I say negative locker room behavior? Uh, I don't know. I know her dad's there. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. You know, yeah, know it, it's going to be very interesting. I'll tell you that to see where she yeah. goes. Yeah. Uh, Moses supposes has a, has a good question here. If MJF isn't taking over the inner circle, who should be in his stable? How about that? I, I actually kind of like that idea. That's LAX a good idea. tired of Jericho and Hager doing their thing. They back up, uh, MJF. And Jericho and Hager are like, oh, well, you know, we've got this guy over here. And then Sammy comes up and he joins MJF as well. Mm-hmm. And then it, and they already got Wardlow, so they don't need Hager. They kick out Jericho and Hager. Uh, just to confirm, I looked at Profite DB and f- I, I found the WB's report about Rusev Terror and his bicep October 29th, 2015. And then the following December, uh, he did have another match against Neville. He had a couple matches. Uh, main event. Actually, several. One on Raw, too. Anyways. Um, say again? <laughs> uh, MJF uh, taking over the inner circle. Yeah, that'd be great. Dog authority figure. In, in honor of Sue, what dish does your mom make really well? Banana bread. 
dude, I mean, I don't, it's like every goddamn meal you can imagine. I go over there to eat. It's like better than going to a restaurant. It's amazing. Uh, Dark Dank Lucha. Watch Lucha Underground on Tubi, friendos. I, I got so much time in the day. I'd rather start. I'd rather start watching Dark. I've added. I've added Impact. I've added being the elite. Dark is next on my radar, because then when you're sitting here like, I don't know who's this person. Why are they here? I could be like, Oh well, Larson. If you watch Dark, you know, like me. Just trying to get one over on me because you're so competitive, uh, Sir Wedgie. I hope that that bachelor party just involves a few rounds of Call of Duty and then Megabyte Ronnie eats all the snacks. <laughs> See, I'm That's missing out name. on Megabyte Ronnie. I was like, who's this guy? I'm being the elite eating all the cake. It's Megabyte Ronnie. Dog. I watched a clip of him. He, he hit a hot dog during a match. Oh, man. He did like a people's elbow with a hot dog. That's like my spirit animal. That's amazing. And his name is Megabyte Ronnie. I got to learn more great about name. this guy. I got to learn more it's about great this name. guy. Write his name down. Write his name down. You can do some YouTube searches. I don't like being told what to do, generally speaking, but that's a pretty good idea. It's a good idea. That's why I mentioned it. Ashley. Megabyte Ronnie. Uh, Ashley says, Will Hobbs for AEW champion. Heck yes. Yes, absolutely. Will Hobbs is great. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Johan von Wolfhausen says, uh, Tony, speaking about Trent, how is he still up? JR, yeah, Harvard champion. Yohan thought that was funny, so he put it here. Uh, Taco Dan says, I really like XLAX's makeup, especially when Santana opened up when he got busted open. They look like Bullet Club Young Bucks, didn't they? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, Gloria Steve Klein. Uh, Steve, what match would you challenge Larson to if he damaged your parents' vehicle? Well, it wouldn't be NBA 2K, that's for damn sure. Probably just real basketball. I'd school you in that like I used to school you back in the day. Well, it was competitive. Tommy Cat. I was competitive. Tommy Cat. MJF's promo sounded more like his split with Wardlow with the I am a lone wolf comment, especially after he blew up on Wardlow recently. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. MJF doesn't consider Wardlow like his equal. He's, he's just a hired hand. He made that clear last week saying he writes mm -hmm. his check. So I kind of get mm -hmm. that. It makes sense. He's not the yeah. kind of guy who's going to be sharing credit with anybody. Exactly. Uh, Ashley says here, did anyone else notice when Trent was trying to blade his bicep after he put Ortiz through the table? So he did get busted open. I didn't notice if he was, I just, I noticed he was selling his arm and then kind of wandered off. We didn't see him for a while, but I didn't notice him uh, trying to do anything. Maybe I didn't see that. I didn't think he needed a blade. I didn't think any of those guys needed a blade. I think I, mm -hmm. Ortiz, I think legit cut his elbow on the, uh, the door. I think Yeah, the only one that might've been uh, a blade Santana was, Santana when he went head first into the mirror. Yeah, it could be, Maybe. but I mean, I don't know if you'd need to. I, I would think that a match like I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not a wrestler. I would think a match like that, you just be you just figure, you know, chances are we're gonna get it's gonna be the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. Here. Oh, Zero Cool says uh, they tried the spicy chicken nuggets from McDonald's and they are good. You need to try them. Okay. Maybe I'll do it as soon as I'm done with the uh the the Travis Scott video that I put together. I'll go out. Yeah. Well, you maybe do, you get you get your shakaroni, and I'll see if I can DoorDash some spicy uh, chicken McNuggets. There you go. I like it a lot, Doctor Steve Winters. How come AEW did Raw Underground better in one episode than WWE has done all in its episodes with the gimmick? I I mean I think the more apropos uh, 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 comparison would be uh, the 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 parking lot thing. Yeah, but, but I mean like Raw Underground is more topical, so. But it's just because AEW keeps it simple. They keep it straightforward. and uh, We know the rules of the match. They tell you what the rules of the match are in the beginning. And they're not trying to like, hey, how about this? We'll do three minutes there where there isn't a clear winner. There aren't even clear participants. And then we'll go back to action like in Thunderdome. And then after about two and a half matches, during the middle of a match, we'll cut back to Raw Underground for a couple seconds. And Shane will end it whenever he feels like it. It doesn't need to be so convoluted. It's Honestly, like wrestling is pretty damn simple. It really, it is. really that's is. What, that's what AEW's kind of taught us. Wrestling's pretty damn simple. Number one, people really like wrestling because they, they wrestle a lot on AEW and it does well. Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, fun stories. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, Diehard Homer, who gets a title first, best friends or Orange Cassidy?
I'm gonna say Orange Cassidy. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think any of them are getting a belt anytime soon. Yeah, me too. So it's kind of hard to sell. It's kind of hard to sell. So, but I could see Orange Cassidy as maybe TNT champion. Orange Cassidy has had bigger high-profile wins than the best friends than uh, Chuck and Trent. So it would be him. Michael, so dope. Do you think they should make the women's title larger? I don't care. I don't really care about this. I I don't really care about the nature of the title. I want the booking of the women's division to be better. Yeah. The title, the title is, is (laughs) titles prop. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's, it, it, it's what people chase after. Uh, Mm -hmm. it looks fine. I want to see, more of that division yeah, be spotlighted. Yeah, yeah. More of more of that division spotlight. Yes, more interesting stories, consistent stories. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, oh, dog! I thought Sue was going to do the Orange Cassidy. Thumbs up. Yeah, me too. That's what I thought that was going. I preferred the. Uh, I liked the uh, the middle finger though. I thought that was good. Uh, Flats asked, "Why is Will Hobbs more enjoyable than Brian Cage already?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Brian Cage looks like an action figure. He looks, he looks amazing. He looks pretty. He, he's a pretty impressive looking dude coming out there. Will Hobbs was wearing like, you know, Walmart tank top and some sweat shorts, which is my, you know, when I'm that's on your, a camera, that's, uniform, that's what I'm wearing. Much, yeah. Exactly. That's uniform, man. So I maybe relate more to Will Hobbs. I want to see him do good, but uh, but Brian Cage is a very very impressive human being. Uh, Nielsen, which tag team will derail Jericho and Hager's tag title search? Uh, says Jericho and Hager versus FTR can't be the plan. Maybe it's XLAX. Maybe they have some sort of tournament or gauntlet match again, and it's XLAX that gets in the way. Yeah, I could see that totally. I could totally see that. Oh, that's an interesting question. Gareth, you have to redo your vows with your significant other. Your best man could either be your podcast partner or Miro. Who do you choose? Can we both agree to choose Miro? All right. Because it's best for business. Yeah. Okay. And here's the thing, too. If he's both our best man, we can do the vow renewal ceremonies at the same time. Exactly. It's a win-win situation. Yes. I would totally understand if you're like Steve. Listen. You know, in any other situation, it'd be you. But I've got an opportunity at Miro being. I would be like, you'd be an idiot not to do that. Yes, Miro, hundred percent. TV title, Oscar. Are you more excited for the Gauntlet Gauntlet Elimination Match or the Women's Battle Royal? What's the Gauntlet Elimination Match? Is this NXT stuff? I know there's a Women's Battle Royal in NXT. That must be it then. This is not. We're not talking about NXT right now. Yeah, we haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know either. I heard that Priest and Thatcher had a good match. Well, that's good. And Shive, what is Will Hobbs' ceiling in AEW? Man, if they can, if they can find a, a interesting character for him, it's going to be a while. This, but it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's way up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if they give him an uh, opportunity to show off his skills and they can come up with some good creative for him, sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Juarez says something I just realized. There was no Dark Order tonight. That's correct. Uh, Zondo, what wrestlers need some animal sidekicks like Jake the Snake had? Mm. Uh... What sidekick animal would you give Darby Allen? What if he had uh, like, like a, a like a badger? Give him like a skunk, like it's on color brand, but like it'd have to be one of the ones that are like the can't they like the? Oh, take the glands out the the stink glands. I just said a badger because badgers are like kind of surly animals. Okay, yeah, they're grumpy. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you want to see my skunk? No. Why doesn't anybody <laughs> want to see my skunk? <laughs> wow, Hugh Longheavy says Megabyte Ronnie has a speed-eating YouTube channel. That's Write right. That down, oh, that's Steve. right. He's a speed-eater also. 
I, wow. I remember that. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, Dark Dank Lucha, MJF should contract his team, the Dynasty from MLW, Hammerstone, and Richard Holiday are good wrestlers. Dude, Kurt Bauer would never let that happen. No. That guy's already furiously trying to hold on to all of his wrestlers. I know. <laughs> Ryan's Rubik's Cube says Sue gonna be real mad when she has to get that blood off the of her back. I, I was thinking about that too. I was like, Dude. man, I hope that car is like came from the same lot they got the ones for the parking lot brawl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would be rough. Yeah. Anyways, that's all the questions I got, man. Oh, okay, there's a few more here. All right. Um, oh, it's all this. Ash, should AEW hire Sarah Stock? Uh, to be their women's division player coach. So she just got released by WWE. I don't really know much about her, so I couldn't say if that'd be a good fit or not. I don't know. Uh, Goldie Vorman, uh, AEW needs to bring in women vets. They'll help with the booking, maybe even have Thunder Rosa help with the women's roster, seeing as she's got an all-women's promotion. Yeah, she said in an interview she wanted to help with uh, NWA's booking. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, Tony Khan, he's like, all right, all right. How can I get this done? How can I get this done? Billy, what's it going to take? <laughs> well, come on, what's a good offer? What's what's a good deal there, man? Billy, I'm Tony Khan. Hey, Billy, it's Tony Khan. I'm a big fan. I'll buy of- all your unsold tickets for your next pumpkin, <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins tour. How many? Oh, my. Why are you running in those giant venues? <laughs> That's a I lot of tickets the, I gotta buy. I thought you were playing theater shows. <laughs> Golden it's one. Not the acoustic tour. Shouldn't you be in Memorial Auditorium? Uh, Enforcer says, "Ask if you check the Discord." I checked Discord. No, nothing there, huh? All right, that's everything I got. I mean, I read I read questions from Discord. One of them was an NXT question. Oh, Why are you yelling go. at me, Enforcer? I'm in the right thing. Daily team meeting. All right. Well, that's is what it is, man. Okay. All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson.